0: On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, we head into the All-Star break. The Sixers do with a six-point win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. We'll discuss it. What stood out in this win? Some good and some bad. They got the W. We'll tap into it next right here. Locked On 76ers.
1: You are Locked On 76ers. Your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sportsbook are locked on. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com backslash locked on today to get started. What's good, D?
0: The all-star breakers were good, Keith get a little break man
1: yeah it's not everybody does everyone doesn't get a break though
0: (laughs) (laughs) my bad (laughs) nah it's
1: all good it's all good it's gonna be fun and in salt lake
0: city utah yeah we to gotta talk about out. that joel said a few things after the game about his he said that
1: last week
0: too yeah so we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll talk about that in a bit but first we have to welcome you to locked on 76ers i'm devon givens from 97.5 the fanatic radio in philadelphia along with my partner keith pompey Sixers beat writer for the inquire.com. we thank you for making locked on 76ers your first listen every day and remember locked on 76ers is free and available uh, right here uh, on YouTube on Locked On 76 as well. Keith, a six-point win over the Cleveland Cavaliers for the 76ers. Now 38-19, they remain in third place. They picked up a game on the Cavs. Now two games up on the Cavs, who are fourth in the Eastern Conference. Sixers, three games back of the Celtics, two games back of the Milwaukee Bucks. This one got off to a hot start, man. They were up big, much up as much as 28 in the game. But like most teams do, they put on a run and they did so by cutting into the Sixers lead, getting as close as four points in the fourth quarter. But the Sixers walk away with the W. What were your main takeaways from this one last night? I
1: mean, my my biggest takeaway was the Sixers came out and they said, look, we're going to handle our business. We're good. This is like a revenge game. And then in the second half, to be honest with you, I, I felt like it was more or less hey, man, like we're about to go on vacation. Uh, you know, guys, I mean, basically guys couldn't wait to get out of the locker room after that. So yeah. I think they lost they they lost some focus. I mean, it really looks bad because um, when you factor in how the 76ers are always blowing leads. But to me, I, I felt like this one was a, a lot of like um, no attention to detail. You know, guys were just worrying about what they were going to do after the game as opposed to closing out the game in my opinion
0: yeah i thought they took their foot off the gas they they felt like with their lead that they had at the break um looking at where they were they just simply felt we're done here uh cleveland's gonna fold they're gonna give up and they turned the ball over at a really high rate in the third quarter after just three turnovers in the entire first half what was it six turnovers in the third quarter alone and cleveland scoring off those those turnovers in the fourth quarter um, Sixes again turning the basketball over. Cleveland didn't turn the ball over at all, and they were attacking the basket too. Man, they were very aggressive. Uh, not eight points for Donovan Mitchell in the first half. He was three 4 eleven from the floor. Great job by Tobias Harris defensively. You brought that up on yesterday's podcast as we pre or previewed the game. Great job by Tobias Harris, a defensive job. But you knew you weren't going to be able to keep him that quiet all evening long. And I felt like the Sixers simply needed to keep it in double digits all night in order for it to never really be a problem. Up by 17 after three, and Cleveland just fought back. They put it on the Sixers and some big free throws uh, for De'Anthony Melton down the stretch to make those four to make sure that they kept them at arm's length. So I agree with you. I I just simply think that they took their foot off the gas. They looked ahead to the All-Star break. They felt like Cleveland was going to give up. And the 20, 28 points was just simply too much for them to come back from. And that was not the case. So um, they got the W. We'll see how they regroup with this time off. But I agree with you. They they just took them lightly in that second half.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, what? the one thing is, I, I think the real the thing that really stood out to me about this game was three things. I like the way James Harden played in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the milestone that Joel and B became, uh, the, you know, he scored his 10,000 points. I mean, that was what they did it in with 300 um, uh, 373 games, which is the fewest amount of games in, in franchise history for someone to do that. I mean, I, I think that's huge. I mean, you look at Joel and B. And you have to say now that is – you have to ask the question at least, is he the greatest 76er? I mean, seriously. I mean, I know that sounds crazy and stuff like that. I don't think he is, but he's in that conversation when it's yeah. when it's all said and done in a couple of years. So, I mean, to me, those things really stuck out. Something else that stuck out to me was Paul Reed for the – you know, this is the fourth game in a row that he was the backup big. And then the last two games – He had a combined five block shots. And this is a guy who, you know, has been inconsistent minutes. And those three things are the three things that really stood out to me in last night's game.
0: Yeah, the 10,000 for Embiid, uh, five games less than Allen Iverson when he reached his 10,000. And you know what really stands out uh, on the focus for me with that 10,000, Keith, is the fact that he missed those two years. And he did so this way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But
0: you know what? I
1: get that. But at the same time, it's like his his clock started, (laughs) you know what I mean? Once after on the third season. But I get what you're saying. He says that, too, because he's like, what if I would have played those games? Nah, bro. It it, it still would have been the same amount of games. But I get what you're saying. The fact that he he was injured and he. We didn't know if he was going to play I'm, that. I'm assuming that's what you're saying, like what, yeah. his career. Yeah, been
0: over. It, yeah. If he was healthy in those first two years and he played 70 games in each of those years, he was good enough where he was going to score. The team wasn't that all that good, but he was good enough where he would have probably put some points up and, you know, the acknowledgement overall. So yeah, uh, that's, that's basically what I'm saying. Missing that time. He, he might've gotten there with the same amount of games just happened maybe a, a year or year and a half sooner than yeah. us in here now. That's all. Yep, absolutely. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back and uh, talk about uh, some something else here that that really stood out, Keith, that Joel B talked about with the All-Star break, which is that he might not play in the game. And this is something we don't hear much about from him. We'll talk about it as he says he's looking more towards his health. We'll get into that next. Is that a great thing for the Sixers that he doesn't play? Next, right here, locked on 76ers.
1: The midpoint of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because new customers get the no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained, right? Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go fanduel.com backslash locked on. That's fanduel.com backslash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA.
0: Welcome back. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen. For your next listen, check out Locked On uh, Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith Postgame, Joel Embiid mentioned that he may not he may not participate in the all-star game in Salt Lake city this weekend because uh, he's been hurting for the past three weeks to a month. And he just wanted to make sure he played enough games to help the team out during the regular season, because that's what it's all about his team. How much do you believe him? Um, When he says something like this, he said, wait a couple of days and figure it out. And uh, if I inject myself in this real fast, I wouldn't mind him if he started. Told him I'll start, tip off, play a couple of minutes, and rest the the remainder of the way. And that's that's how I look at it. I don't I don't personally, I don't think he's going to take himself out of the game. He might ask for little minutes, but he'll play.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a tough one right there. You know, my my thing is I, I you know, I, I kinda think that whatever he's going to do, you got to do it now. You got to make your decision up now because I I feel like, and I understand it, like it's one of those things where, like, like if you don't make your mind up now, you got to play. I mean, like, for instance, you got to play. Because I I think it gets to a point where after a while it's not fair to people. Like, you know, there are certain guys who who basically would love to be an all-star, who would love to play in that game. And if you're not going to play, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, let somebody else be able to play. I mean, you can still go there. You can be uh, enjoy the festivities. You can do all those other things. But it comes to a point, man, like if you're not going to play, let somebody else get, get that burn. I mean, you know, they're still going to consider you an all-star. You know, but at the same time, something inside tells me that he is going to play because, you know what? He's going to be an all-star starter if he plays. And and that's something that he enjoys. Now, like you said, just go out there. You know, you can play two minutes. <laughs> you know, get a nice little dunk. Nobody plays D. You know, yep. come down and 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 then guess what? You good. You're good. Like, and leave it alone.
0: You know. Yeah, um, he he loves this stuff in terms of you know being recognized as an All Star. I think, and this, this is just something that I don't think he'll want to miss all of that comes with it he'll be introduced but being in a uniform going out there participating with his teammates and all that i just think he'll he'll show up he'll play a little bit just won't go as hard as he typically does where he's going for an all-star mVP or something like that uh, as we get ready for this one so that's that's where I am now when he says something like this you'll you'll see a lot of people and i i saw people on social media talking about that would be great because it's all about the regular season. It's not about the all-star game, his level of maturity and making a decision like this. Um, I don't know about all of that, but if he's banged up, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if he did take a little bit of a step back, and as you pointed out, said so early, in case they need to have an injury replacement.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing because like, I, I just feel like it's a good opportunity for other people to just get to play in the game if you're not going to play. That, that's just my biggest thing.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right, man, good win for them last night. Again, <laughs> six-point win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. Not good in terms of keeping the lead, but good enough in terms of getting the win in general to make sure that they secure the W. Two games up on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and uh, after that one, get ready to go into the all-star break and do their thing on the final one on the other side on this Thursday Keith let's let's tap into a little bit of uh the first half of the season one thing that really stood out to you one thing that stood out to me as we get ready for the second half beginning a week from today as they host the Memphis Grizzlies on uh, Thursday next up next week starting off the final parts of the season heading into the postseason we'll, we'll do that in our final segment coming up next right here Locked On 76ers Thank mm-hmm. you. Welcome back. Locked on 76ers. Sixers 38-19 as we head into the All-Star break. All right, Keith, question. Uh, what's the biggest thing that stood out to you as they are 38-19 and after 57 games? One thing that really, if you had to say, encapsulates what they did in the first part of the season is uh, something that you really lean on for where they are right now. The thing that really stood out to
1: me, I mean, they they did a lot of, uh, you know, they did a lot of uh, great things and some bad things. But the thing that really stood out to me was that stretch when Maxie Embiid and um, Harden were, were unavailable. And you saw their reserve players, like especially Shake Milton, how he stepped up and carried them. I mean, to me, that really stepped up. I mean, that really, like, stood out to me. You know, Tobias Harris was a guy who was in there too and he led the charge. But I feel like that, that backup unit, the way they played, that really helped me. I mean, it really stepped up to me. And it, it kind of carried them. It took them a little bit of while once MB got back into the fold for for them to like readjust. But right then and there, you know, they stood up now. I mean, cause think about it, they beat Brooklyn. They beat Brooklyn. Now they did lose to Charlotte. And then they came back and they had uh, two games against Orlando, a struggling team that they won. But to me, that really stood out to me, more so than the play of Harden and Embiid meshing together. It was because it was these guys doing
0: it with the backups. Absolutely. Um, One for me that that really stood stood out was uh, the 12-12 and start, Keith, that they had. Where we we saw guys out, you, as you pointed out, you had the backups coming in playing big minutes like Shake Milton and D'Anthony Melton as your backcourt for a, a, a good point of a, a month, really fourteen games specifically when James Harden was out. Maxi was out for eighteen, came back a little bit later, but it was it's really been since then, Keith, with the thirty-eight and nineteen record, twelve and twelve uh, at that point and you see where they are right now, 26-7 and in 35 games. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for all the things that we point out that frustrate us as we know our main focus is the postseason. We have to get through these regular season games, and for them to win 26 of the last 35 games and dropping some in there that we really didn't like, Orlando and Oklahoma City, games like that where you know – you should've taken care of business against those squads or the Orlando Magic. You have to win those games, we know. But 26 in their last 35 is pretty darn good considering where they were and now to just be three games out of first place. I don't know that they're gonna catch Boston and overtake them in the number one spot. I don't know that they're gonna overtake the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee's on an 11 game win streak while the Sixers are still playing you know, decent basketball. And therefore, unable to overtake them in those in that in that number two spot. So, I think that's the thing that really stands out is that through it all, injuries with the, with their backcourt and B missing games because of his foot and Tobias Harris with his hip injury, he's being he's out of the game, losing some of those a couple couple of games that they shouldn't have lost. Twenty six in their last thirty five with a twenty six and seven record is pretty good to to still be in the mix as we've always talked about they need to be in the top 3 that's pretty good for considering where they were at 12 and 12 when i looked it up when they were 12 and 12 keith the um and through those 24 games miami was 18 and 4 at that point so to be able to catch them and be where they are that's something that stands up their their resiliency their showing their mettle that they never gave up and stayed there in terms of the standings where we thought they should be so that that one's for me yeah i mean
1: that That yeah that's pretty i mean that's pretty good i mean yeah that's good and that was when james you know came back and and really started yeah,
0: losing to houston yeah <laughs> right yeah losing to houston yeah. well listen man yeah. thanks everybody for making locked on 76 as your first listen we'll check in tomorrow with you and we headed to the all-star weekend i think keith we might have to give some of our prediction three-point contest slam dunk contest all that type of stuff when we look at the 76ers and the league overall. Uh, now make your second list in Locked On NBA for locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, you mind letting the good folks know where they can find us? Yeah, sure. You can follow um you can find my man D at Divine G975
1: on Twitter, and you can find him tonight on 97.5 FM, The Divine Giving Show, from 7 to 9.30 p.m. You can find me on Twitter at Pompeii on Sixers, and you can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer, inquire.com.
0: All right, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we will catch up with you then, talking a little more Sixers, talking a little more hoops as we get ready for All-Star Weekend. Thanks, Keith. All right, deuces, my man. Peace. You got it.